Hi, I'm Jago Wynn, and welcome to the HTC Daily Podcast. We as a church are meeting daily on Zoom to speak to God in prayer and to hear from God in the Bible. For those of you who can't join us live or who want to listen again, we're featuring the Daily Bible Thought as we journey through Matthew's Gospel in the first part of 2021, and we're also including how we're being encouraged to pray each day. Today, it's James Farley. Great. Well, hello. Good to see you. My name is James, as Matt said, and it's good, great to be speaking to you today in this series on hope that we are doing this week. And we're doing different passages um, each day. Uh, Jago kicked off the series yesterday looking at 1 Peter uh, in chapter 1 and really helpful biblical definition of hope. And I encourage you to listen to that if you haven't already. But today we are looking at the start of Romans 6. And so let's read it together now. Romans 6, starting at verse 1. What shall we say then? Shall we go on sinning so that grace may increase? By no means. We are those who have died to sin. How can we live in it any longer? Or don't you know that all of us who are baptised into Christ Jesus were baptised into his death? We were therefore buried with him through baptism into death in order that, just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we too may live a new life. For if we have been united with him in a death like his, we will certainly also be united with him in a resurrection like his. For we know that our old self was crucified with him, so the body ruled by sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves to sin, because anyone who has died has been set free from sin. Now if we died with Christ, we believe that we would also live with him. For we know that since Christ was raised from the dead, he cannot die again. Death no longer has mastery over him. The death he died, he died to sin once for all. But the life he lives, he lives to God. In the same way, count yourselves dead to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus. Therefore, do not let sin reign in your mortal body, so that you obey its evil desires. Do not offer any part of yourself to sin as an instrument of wickedness, but rather offer yourselves to God as those who have been brought from death to life, and offer every part of yourself to him as an instrument of righteousness. For sin shall no longer be your master, because you are not under, under the law, but under grace." Well, there is so much we could say as we look at this passage, but the main thing I want to focus on is this theme of the hope of the resurrection is who we are in Christ and the difference that makes the way we see ourselves and the way we live our lives. A lot of this letter to the Romans is explaining where our identity lies, that it lies in Christ. And in this passage, the main thing that we see is we are dead to sin and instead alive to God in Christ Jesus. And we see that in verse 11 most clearly. But at the start, Paul is answering this question in verse 1. Shall we go on sinning so that grace may increase? And that's a common question we hear from time to time. People ask that question, can we just do this, do that, and grace will cover it. But Paul makes it emphatically clear, by no means. We see in verse 2, the main point from this passage, we have died to sin. We are baptised into the death of Christ, buried with him, so that just as Christ was raised from the dead, so we too have been raised to new life. It's about the transforming work of God in our lives. We are in Christ, united with him, united in his death, so also united in his resurrection. And we see that clearly in verse 5. Now, we all have struggles with various different sins. If we were to read on to the next chapter of Romans, we'd see Paul too had his struggles as well. But here he makes it clear that is not who we are. We're not defined as just struggling sinners, trying to get by until we get to heaven. No, we are redeemed sons and daughters of the king we may well fall into old 
sinful patterns of living. But here we see that the old self was crucified with Christ. That is not who we are. That old self is in the past. In verse 6 and 7, we see our old self was crucified with him, that's Christ, so that the body ruled by sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves to sin, because anyone who has died has been set free from sin. Our old self was crucified, the body ruled by sin has been done away with, we are no longer slaves to sin. Anyone who has died has been set free from sin. We are free. All those old patterns of sin that hold us down has been done away with, been dealt with at the cross. Set free from sin. And Paul makes it clear that is how we are to live. In verse 11, we are to count ourselves dead to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus. And often, I think, I know for me, we often just live our lives not realising this, not realising how amazing is the power of God in our lives to set us free from all that holds us down. I know I certainly do, but from this passage we see we are to count ourselves dead to sin, alive to God in Christ Jesus. We are not to let sin reign in our lives. We see that in verse 12, because that sin is our old life. That is not who we are now. We have been freed from that sin, whatever sin it is that's holding you down. For sin shall no longer be your master, because you're not under the law, but under grace. We see in verse 14. Now, as I've been saying, I know I've been quite general about sin in particular, without naming any in particular. I don't know where you are most liable to sin, liable to be tempted, but whatever it is, I would encourage you to let the Holy Spirit convict you, maybe right now, where in your lives have you maybe been letting sin reign? Where have you been offering yourselves to sin rather than to God? And as we close, just to encourage you to receive the good news that you've been set free from that. You are dead to that sin, whatever it is. You're dead to porn, to greed, envy, hate, whatever it is. You're dead to it. That is not who you are. You have been set free. You've been raised to new life. So let's live like it. Amen. Amen. I'm going to say a quick prayer and then hand back to Matt to continue to lead us in prayer. Lord God, thank you that you have set us free from sin through the cross. Thank you that we have died with you, died to sin, died to that way of living thank you that as you have been raised from the dead so you have raised us to new life with you and help us by your holy spirit to count ourselves dead to sin and alive in you convict us holy spirit where we've been letting sin rule in our lives and i pray Lord, that you would transform us by the power of your love that we would know that sin is no longer our master because we are no longer under the law but under grace and thank you for that in jesus name amen Thank you, James. Well, in line with what we've just heard, we prayed into three things. That we would know who we are in Christ, that we have died to sin and are alive in Christ. That the Holy Spirit would convict us and show us where we are letting sin rule in our lives. And that we would know afresh what it means to be raised with Christ and to be alive in him. And then separately, we prayed for our Revitalised 250 project. That it would be for God's glory in all things that we would have more congregation engagement and more fundraising and those people who can give would give generously and for our approvals that are currently going through that the feedback we receive would be positive and supportive. Thank you for joining us on HDC Daily.